Did you VPN your ass to watch this? <laughs> My ass is always VPN. Ah, oh, it, it, isn't that? Uh, yeah, no, it's it always is. It's always VPN, very good. some way or another. Safe. And everyone, everyone out there listening, do it. It's the way to go. Encrypt your shit. You'll be all right. How? All right, anyway, yeah, maybe, maybe it's also honeypot. But let's. Uh... Uh, yeah, but we're smarter than that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you are. <laughs> You're the fucking smart person on the earth, bro. <laughs> we have a lot to, I, actually, welcome, to the, welcome to the MMA Love Podcast. This is when boomers talk tech. Yes, actually, we could we could talk a lot of stuff. We could talk mm-hmm. nerd shit, video games, Warhammer. Diablo 4. Bitcoin, NFTs. Crypto.com. Dude, Crypto.com is still a sponsor. Pretty surprised mm-hmm. about that. Yep. But then we are the MMA Love Podcast. I, I don't want to be the podcast that talks for half an hour about Little League Baseball. OGs know what I mean. <laughs> Could have been two hours as well. Yeah, we will yeah that's t- true. We, actually, a lot of fights happened this weekend. Surprise, surprise. But um, I want to lead uh, with a question. Okay. And I have to credit Sean for inspiring me to this question. Um, what are the odds that Holly Holm will be champion now? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on the dark side of everyone's assumptions and say low. What? Because people people have figured it out. The judges have figured it out. The fighters have figured it out. And Holly Holm key eyeing and holding you against the cage is no longer enough to win decisions. We can only dream. I, I I think though. Do you do you remember how mad she was when she lost that decision? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was surprising. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Was was Irene Aldana mad? Uh, no, she, she was punching bagged. She was uh, she was punching bagged, so she was not mad. Because because I do truly think that <laughs> the next fight that will happen is Holly Holm versus. Um, Juliana Pena, and that yeah. is a that is a fight that both of them can win, of course. But Holly Holm can ki her her ass around uh, Juliana for five rounds. Yeah, yeah, she can, she definitely can. Um, which brings us to then, which brings us to another question. Okay, what are in your in your humble opinion? The worst strategies ever implemented in a in a in a professional fight uh, was Ronda versus Holly a strategy? Just to well, run? I guess yeah, it, it, it I guess was. It was yes. It was because she she pulled it out to try to go with Nunes too. So I guess it was. But that was that was just just the way Ronda fought. Like Ronda just bulldozed. Yeah, that things. is that's that's what I mean. It's not really a strategy if it's just like what you do every single time. It's kind of what you do every single time. Pro- yeah, okay. I mean that's highly philosophical. I'd say it's a strategy. It's it's your fight. I'll, it's your your strategy to fight. And most of most of the fighters, unfortunately, 
they will not find a way to switch up their strategy. We saw the worst strategy fuckery ever in <laughs> in Rose in Rose versus Carl. <laughs> like that yeah. that was the absolute fucking worst. But I'd say and and I am high on Irene Eldana. I know she is a good fighter. She can she can fight truly. And then I'm not sure what happened yesterday. Deer in the headlights. Maybe a bit. She she at least looked like that. But but the, the way like gorge gorge how you are based on your looks is I I don't know man. Well, but, so so there was a moment where she stepped forward with her high guard twenty two times. 22 steps forward following Amanda in a circle around the middle of the octagon and threw no strikes. Like and it took, it was like an entire like minute and a half of her stepping forward, like 22 steps. And I was just like, Oh, this is not good. <laughs> let's define, let's define what a strategy is or let's define if you're doing something consistently. And if you're doing it for five rounds, that is that has to be something you've thought about. That it's not just something that happens. You're not freezing. If you're if you're getting beat on, if you get your bell rung, okay. If you're getting thoroughly dominated, by the way, like like for example in grappling, I can, mm-hmm. yeah, I I can I can see that probably you're just there and you think, okay, I, I'm fucked. Like like Caleb Starnes was against Nate Quarry. Like dude, dude even told us after the fight, yeah, yeah okay. Pals, you fight Nate Quarry. I, I couldn't do anything. This guy hits like a truck. I couldn't do anything. What, that, fair what, enough. What year was that, you boomer? <laughs> 20,000 years ago. 2000, 2005? I have no clue, but that's that's something that comes to mind <laughs> for a fighter. And you can you can think about Caleb Starnes, whatever you want, but dude was honest. He was just honest. He was mm. there. I, I couldn't do anything. I tried, mm. but this guy hit too hard. I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want to get murdered. So I just I just tried to evade. But circling back to Irene, it, 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 can we say that this was a bit of a deflating performance? Quite, quite. Yep. They kept telling me to watch Di- to uh, play Diablo Four, so that's what I did. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ask. A lot, of, a lot of people I know do do play Diablo Four now. Oh yeah, it's very good. <laughs> what is it? It's, Diab- it's, it's Diablo, right? Yeah. It's a Diablo game. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly what you would expect. So if you played Diablo, you probably... You will like this game. It's a bit of a rematch thing. Like, we will get... We will now get... What what rematch do we will get? Oh, yeah, of course. We'll go into that one a bit later. We'll get Oliveira versus Mahachev, too. And, oh, of course. And this is also something, like, if you played Diablo, probably know what Diablo is. Probably not going mm-hmm. to be surprised. You, you, you'd probably be pleased, because it can be a good game. Yeah, so, same though. Scratches, scratches that little gambling itch the same way Islam Makachev versus Charles Oliveira will. So I th- circle back to to um, I mean, Irene. I, we we didn't we didn't think like a lot of people actually. That's that's not true. Some people thought that she she might win against Amanda Nunes because because we have yeah, pe- we have the Pena image in in, yeah. in our heads. Yeah, I did. And nobody it, we, has. We have the. The Pena imaging, and then we have the Grasso camp, and we're like, okay, well, they're going to be able to see that Amanda doesn't like to get pressured, and that you can completely flummox her with a slip jab, and they're going to work on that because Irene is at least a boxer, exactly. And uh, then, and then she and then she threw uh, 
six strikes in two minutes to start the fight. Awesome. And you, you were like, oh, fuck, no, no. That's not pressure. That's just standing there. Because if, if, you're, if you're hurt, and that's the, the second thing that fanboys will tell me. She was she, hurt. She probably was hurt. Irene was in the head, mm-hmm. in the headlines. Sure. But if you're, if you're as hurt, okay, maybe you have to fight because you need the money. That's also a sad sure. A sad thing. Oh, dude! You remember when we were? I was. We were like, why would why would Gilbert Burns take this fight? And when he knows he's so hurt, his shoulder doesn't work. And then, like, it came out after we recorded, he made like eight hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I would do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like course. I would do it too, dude. <laughs> but is it, hurt, it is it hurtful for like? Will we look? Will we want to consume another Gilbert Burns fight after this performance? Uh, I I mean, will we as wa- much as I ever did. Will yeah. we want to watch T.J. Dillashaw again? <laughs> actually, as I, much actually as I, I ever to, did. Actually, that's the thing. Like, my opinion hasn't really changed that much. If uh, I'm trying to think of someone I really want to watch, if Zhang Wei Li came out with a busted shoulder and knew she was going to lose and got fucked over on a really boring fight and lost, then. Would it affect how much I like watching John Whaley? Maybe, yeah, maybe a little. With Gilbert Burns, you can but, say with Gilbert Burns, you can say okay, probably he's at the at the tail end of his career. You could say that, yeah. So yeah, we're 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 opening a lot of of topics here. It's just you could have had imagined that Irani will have a way to beat Amanda Nunes, but then because we have the we have the Pena fight as an image in our head, but we don't have the second Pena fight as an image in our head, which is a bit correct. strange. Because she absolutely correct. bulldozed her. Absolutely. She just showed, correct. She just showed that she's one of the she just showed that she's one of the greatest ever. Tell me so taking off the wraps, putting them on the ground, kissing the belts goodbye. Yes. Tell me about who could possibly be considered the greatest of all time in women's MMA. Yeah, look. Because <laughs> you want to say you want to say Ronda for the absolute demolition of people until she ran into Holly and Amanda. Again, we 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 tried to define strategies. At least we tried for about one second, and then our ADHD brains just r- r- rambled off. But the greatest of all time is a bit of a sad thing to 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 say in a in a sport that is twenty years old, Max, twenty five sure. years old, thirty years. UFC let me ask. Let me ask it a more fair way. Who has a better re- resume than Amanda Nunes? No one. Yeah, male or female? <laughs> wow, spicy. No, look. If you, she truly, and, and that is something that a bit defines for me what is what is a goat. The the, the Charles Oliveira um, thing is also a goat debate because that dude has yes. a resume that resume that is insane. He has, yes. He, for sure has the better resume than Habib, for example. Yes. Which I can't think of a female fighter that has a better resume than Amanda Nunes. I also can't think of many female fighters that are as insanely good at the MMA than that she is. Which it's... Probably have to consider her. I know. I know that there, there are the cyborg, the cyborg people out there, but um, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to 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 beat that resume. Ronda was Ronda's run is just legendary. It's the same with Conor. Yes. 
Connor yes. had a two-year run or maybe even a one-year run, which is absolutely insane. It will stick with you forever. And with Ronda, it's the same. Like her, her first, I don't know, seven or eight fights, she just she's bulldozed people. It was insane to watch it at that moment. We didn't know that she had so many flaws. Yeah, unless you were, unless you were like the uh, the hate the 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 presumed hater calling it out, you know. We know it's, uh, it. It looks it looks bonkers in retrospect. It is bonkers. You have to do it. You can hate on Ronda as much as you want, but you have to run through these people. Even if you in 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 later stages you think they're not as good, and even if your last one or two performance you're just getting rambled. Yeah, she just, got she had nine she had ten uh ten wins in a row from strike force to the UFC before she ran into Holly. Look people, don't 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 write me messages. I saw Ronda Rousey shadow boxing. Yeah, I know. I know I, know. I see I've seen it. But we cannot define her for that. We we have to define her for her arm bars and for the things she was good at. And for the for the absolute insane run, which which makes her not the goat. But one of the best to ever do it in that short span we have done it. Same goes for for um, Amanda Nunez. Dude, dude, Amanda Nunez lost a lot of fights. Not a lot, but like she lost against Kat Singano. Which, <laughs> look. Amanda Nunez lost against Juliana Pena because yeah, dude, of slip cap. Yeah, like, dude. we gotta be, we gotta, if you're gonna talk about it, you gotta be honest about it. Like, everybody has their off nights. Or, you know, it's a, it's a one night. You get you get between one and three Habib, nights a year to Habib, make Habib all your against, money. Habib lost against Clayson Tebow. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't just want to speak over you. Yes, but, exactly. One, one to three nights a year, where you have to be on point. It's it's almost impossible. Yeah. What so, do you think? That, what do you what? Are you happy or are you sad? I'm kind of happy for Amanda. I'm, I'm happy she, she's Dude, calling absolutely it. Absolutely, I'm happy. What, what would, would have been the next fight? I'm, I'm always sad to see the, the best ones, like the, the, the ones that truly are good at MMA go, because it's hard to replace them. They're, we see it with, this, with these, at least for the UFC, we see it now, last few months, next few months, quality of cards, quality of talent, like in a, <laughs> in a vacuum. It's not you good. You look at this, this card, good. man. It's not good. Dude, we have one. Everybody, we have, we have you're other, talking. Go ahead. I, I'm happy. I, like, let me answer it. Let, let's not open another can of worms. I am happy for her to retire. I'm happy that this. <laughs> Dude, I as soon as I wanted to say it, I I wanted to say I'm happy that this division will get refreshed. But then the next matchup will be Holly Holm <laughs> against Juliana Pena. But, what what else could she have achieved, Luke? Tell me that. That, that, that. This is this is the question. Yeah, yeah. The only thing missing uh, was the the Kayla the Kayla fight. That's it. That's exactly what I wanted to go through. Like we have we have and, these fights. Like we have these memories of Randy Couture never fighting Fedor. Uh, we have it. It's it's. I think about it every day. What? Uh, this is the boomer show for sure. That's what? Amazing. You, you, this dude wakes up and on the train to work thinks about Randy Couture and Fedor every day. Every I morning, think about what every could day, been. and then it's just not there. It's oh, not even. It's not even these fights, like the the, the fights within the UFC, the, the the GSP moving up, fighting. And I, I'm not. I'm not particularly interested in these. 
But mm-hmm. do, do, did we want to see Fedor compete against some some good dudes? Randy Couture was a good fighter, like an extremely good fighter. Also, Jews to the gills, probably, allegedly. That's fine. So is everybody but Fedor else. Did. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what's there. I know that, that uh, Amanda Nunes' resume was insane. I know that I love to watch her. Like, she was a, she was a martial artist through and through. I, I, love, I love watching people like these. Um, if you beat Germain de Rondami, Cyborg, like, the, dude, the Cyborg win, so was it within the first two minutes or, or even, even faster? Not sure. But nobody thought that you could just bulldoze Cyborg. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably the ones, yeah. pr- to, be, to boomer yeah. it up, probably the ones that saw her kickbox against Yorina Bars. You've seen it there, it's possible. But man, such a good performance. That, that has to be her best fight. Dude, by the way, you know who she beat twice? Who? The perfect human being. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Valentina yeah, yeah. Shevchenko, yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she beat the best during a long-ass time. Yeah. Which cannot take it away from her. Women's gold is, is a, look, you have, to, you have to say that Joanna belongs in there. I know the old hats will cry Megumi Fuji at the top of their heads, but what was her competition, really? She was a pioneer, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy. Are you happy? I mean, I'm not happy with that performance, but are you happy? So that was the last thing I wanted to say about it. Is I'm happy that the UFC gets to bury the women's 145 division. Dana thinks about it every time, but then he will not. Just just uh, just hand out the no. She pretty, she, I'm pretty sure you can bury it, dude. Dude will love to put the belt around Holly Holm. At one forty-five, too, you're gonna make Holly Holm a champ, champ. That would be hilarious. Of course, of course. that he, would that dude, would you know be he, fucking funny. You know he wants it. What you know what you know what we need is we need a pay per view, and it needs to be headlined by Holly Holm, but she also needs to be the co-main event. So she goes out and fights at one forty-five, and then comes back out ten minutes later and fights at one thirty-five, and there is no difference whatsoever. It's just ish, 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 clinch against the cage. <laughs> Today, today I announced um, that the, the, the Rise event got announced, and we have a guy that fights there regularly, and he's um, he fought twice the last two times he was there. Now he said, "Yeah, I can fight two times again." I told him, "Look, your next challenge, the twice a, a, a night or a day fight, will not impress me anymore. You have to do the one hundred man kumite, and that could be something we could do for Holly." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If we're gonna like, if you're gonna do this to us, then we need to do. We need to have some special things happen to make it worth. Imagine, our, our, imagine our time. Irene winning, having what would what, what would that be? Four Mexican-born champions. That would be so. And amazing. the UFC still shitting the bed and not doing a card in Mexico because the apex is cheaper. Imagine. Yeah, I can imagine that. I, uh, truly, can you? I mean, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you ready to talk? You ready to talk fun? Nope. Oh. Last question. Okay. Why wasn't she able to put Aldana away? Like the the incarnation of Aldana we saw. 
because she because I, she knew that I mean, her mom told her that she has to stop, so she just wanted to be safe. I I don't know because you know, know you know she can put her away. Yeah, dude. Maybe she wanted to uh, just Does make it as miserable as possible for as long as possible, <laughs> and then <laughs> retire with Pena sitting in the audience, looking at Pena, being like, "Yeah, I'm retiring." Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> was Chev there too? Chev was there too. Yeah, probably. We got a good tweet out of Smoogie about it. Dude, Pena, Pena is mad. You know, you know it. Oh, Pena is absolutely full Karen right now. She's she's <laughs> knocking shit over in a Costco or something. Yeah, maybe. Do we know? Did uh, did Amanda train with Aljo by chance? <laughs> I don't know. Not being no, able, not she... being able to put away people. Just saying, just asking, asking for a friend. Maybe. All right, all right, all right. All right. Aljo, <sighs> Jesus. Let's 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 let the Aljo thing sit for another few weeks before we talk about that dude let's, again. Let's do the rest of the fights a bit differently. I give you, okay. I give you the matchup. You give uh, me, you give okay. me one word or one sentence before we deep dive. Uh, okay. <laughs> Associations. Let's go. Bel Belbita versus Oliveira. <laughs> Mirth. Yes. Next. 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 Nothing to say. Next. Action Man versus Imabov. Oh. Um. Fi uh, uh. Fitting. Dude, am I am I remembering this correctly? Is C Chris Curtis getting headbutted every fight he fights in? I believe that's true. I wanted to actually look at that and see if this is the first time. Okay, so they were talking because they were talking about it in the Gaslam fight, and he ended up losing that decision. I, I was they were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, was that a no contest from a clash of heads too?" It was not. He lost the decision, so he's upset about that. Then he comes out here, gets gets clashed of heads again. And it's a no contest because he can't continue. Despite screaming at Herzog that he was fine, he just couldn't see. Uh, the dude is saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. And you can't do that with the best ref in the game. You have to lie. You can't just say, I can't see. I'm fine. You have to say, I'm fine. I can see perfectly. Fuck you. Let's go. But he did that. No, he said, I, I can't see. He was screaming at the okay. doctor. Screaming at the doctor, my fucking vision's blurry. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get like that. I just, I was a bit surprised because you don't see, you don't see a lot of these kinds of stoppages. Mm -mm. Headbutt in because most people are smart enough to lie to the ref. Didn't didn't he go to? I I, I have to be honest. I I just watched this with 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 one eye. Did he go to? To the camera? Did he? Did he watch a replay? What? Was there a replay involved? Uh, I don't believe there was an official replay involved. Just I think Herzog was just tired of his shit. <laughs> Honestly, I do. Like he was because he was being such a spaz. It was like, no, you're fucked up, man. I you can't, you can't act like this in here and expect me to let you continue. Maybe a bit too much Strickland in that guy's life. That's the thing I wonder about. Like maybe a bit too much. I. I know I would get become pretty in pretty detestable if I hung out with Strickland all the time. <laughs> Dude, I I learned I didn't know that, but I learned that Strickland is to blame for Rose losing the fight. Uh, 
Okay. I don't know if I want to know how. No, it, it, it has to. It, ha it involves Strickland, a boss, and asking questions to Rose and Pat Barry. I like it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just imagine getting on the bus to go to work and being trapped in a seat for 30 minutes while Strickland questions you. No, nope. just interrogates you about no. your relationship and how old you were when you met your spouse. I'm not victim. I'm not victim blaming here. But if Strickland is in your bus, you you take another bus. Uh huh. Yeah. That's so. There's this bus that I take home from work, and every time I get on it, someone's bleeding. Take an Uber. Do I? Do I stay on the bus? No, I take, get off. Take the bus. one of these scooters. Walk. Mm -hmm. Just do something. Mm -hmm. You, you, you mm -hmm. can you can prevent stuff like this. Look, I, mm -hmm. I looked forward to, to this one the most, this fight, because Imavov is pretty talented, and Curtis is just really? a madman. And I, the only thing I learned, and I, I wanted this fight to, to go on, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, it, it, we had no answer. But you saw no. that Curtis proved that it's possible to fight these joker tents with good head fighting, just, just saying. Yeah, he'll, the, this, they'll run this back, you'll get your answer. Dude is very good. Yeah. Imavov is very good, Curtis is very good, just... I'm not calling for a rematch here, but just a bit, just a bit deflating. Now, um, I um, all right. Last go. one for me. Last one for yeah. me. Uh, biggest biggest winner of the card for me. Uh huh. S Steve Ursag coming in on eight days' notice to fight David Dvorak, and. Uh, showing him why he was the champ of some little promotion down in Australia. Dane agrees Steve with you. Dane agrees Steve, with you Ersig, Steve Ersig came in on eight days' notice, fought their number 10 guy, and won a decision. And it was a very entertaining fight. And he got a $50,000 bonus. Yeah, Biggest winner on the card. Dane agrees with you. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's fine. I'll take it. I mean, Dana can be right once in a while. I have a, I have a theory for the Yaboy versus Barrio fight. Okay, give it to me. I think this is the perfect example of a feeding of the crowd fight. Tell me this fight goes the same intensity level and the same insanity level when it's at the Apex Palito. Do it. No, absolutely not. Bar, power bar is one of the guys you cannot put in the apex. So good. The clinch uppercuts, like in a bad in a bad eighties Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill movie. <laughs> Dude, this is truly the boomer cast. Boomer cast. Does anybody younger than forty know Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill? Probably I not. don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill? Don't tell me that. Oh man. Is this a Euro don't, thing? I don't know. Don't don't divorce me. Are, are you sure? Please, Americans listening to this, you have to know about Spencer and Terrence Hill. You send me a link. We'll, talk, that, we'll, we'll do a live react on the next podcast. Dude, I cannot believe you don't know it. <laughs> cannot believe it. This is the spaghetti western. The, uh, no, no. I have to. Terrence Hill. But Spencer and Terrence Hill. No, pal. You cannot tell me that this is only a Euro thing. Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer, spaghetti western films. Dude, they had they the call most... me Trinity by Enzo Barboni. <laughs> Dude, they had the most insane, ridiculous fight scenes with the most over the top um, uh, acoustic. What is it? Um, voice like I just comic style. I've 
I've definitely seen the guys. I've definitely not watched the movies. God damn. I, I, I hope people tear you and you on in the Discord if they know it. Is your favorite is your favorite one Miami Super Cops from 1985? My favorite Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill movie. Let me Google it. <laughs> it it's not. It's, it's not. It's one of the westerns. Let me let me check. Let me check. All right. Yeah, you you should check. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Boot Hill is pretty famous. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll watch one this week. Ah, Miami Super Cops is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, I pretty, figured that would be. Pretty, you're into that neon '80s Miami shit, synthwave, so bro, yeah, synthwave. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, being, look, in your thing. Um, so that was that was a great fight. Just just a nice bang. Yeah, dude. That was that was the thing. It. I was looking. I did picks, and I was looking at trying to pick, and I was like, "What the fuck even is this card?" Yeah, boy. It's nothing. Power bar on the main card. That's great for them, but it's nothing. Dan Ige and Nate the Train. That's great. Mike Mallet, third from the top, ten and one and unranked. I don't know. I mean, it's good, dude. dude but your boy, dude, guess, like this card. Guess, guess his records. Your boy. Guess your boy's records. Uh, I have it in front of me. I'm not guessing. Okay, it's yeah, fifteen and eight. Yeah, it's fifteen and eight. But he lost. Like he also. He also lost on the on the the Cobra Kai show. He probably he got, lost. He, he probably lost his since twenty twenty. Just losing. Oh no, he won two times. But so yeah, don't even talk about this card as a whole. Like the the premise or the promise of this card was nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, but then yeah, yes, it was good. Charles Oliveira, man. Charles Oliveira. Let's man. talk. Yeah. Okay. Look. Let's go to. Let's go to. The reason for us to be fans. <laughs> first, first things though. Olivier versus Dariush. How the fuck are you supposed to get hyped to these kinds of walkout songs? It reminds me of your first slow dances at with, <laughs> at the age of twelve with your preferred friend. Uh such yeah the, the the offensive capabilities of one charlie olives it's insane like it really is it's it's hard to imagine the rematch against these dude line. dude is dude has still never seen the fourth round yeah dude has still never seen the fourth round which is good it's just insane. Like, how can a fighter reinvent himself? How can a fighter at that weight... Like, how is he so capable of striking people, just bang people away? He hits so hard. So I think, and I think, I think it's like, like, people are like, people crack him and don't fall him to the ground because he's so good off his back. Yeah, and the, then, the mechanics and the timing and then, have to and be good. And then you forget, like, everything is good. Exactly, because everything is good. I know it's. I know. Look, yeah. people tell me it's hard, but then I don't think there is a lot of people that if you if if you're getting hit by them straight in the facey, you you wouldn't think it's hard. But the timing, the timing yeah, of that guy, yeah. t- timing of that guy, his his placement of shots, his fight IQ is just just ridiculous. But then he he, yep. he flies to Abu Dhabi and just gets mauled. 
Do you think he? Do you think he flies to Abu Dhabi again? Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. This fight will yeah. not happen in Brazil. Why was Why was Islam at the at cage side at the Ultimate Fighter then? None of these fight. None of these guys will fl- will fly to Brazil ever and fight there. Not a chance would, in hell. Oh, dude. Would you? No. Jamal Hill did. No, but I'm, I mean these these uh, the beer brigade. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Never in a million just... years. Yeah. Most most they will do is America. But they will not fight in China. They will not fight in Brazil. They will not. They will not fight in Europe. Not a chance. Look. Yeah. Why? Such a good fight. Because because it's dumb. You saw it. You saw it when. Oh, what's her name? When she fought Shang Wei Li in Beijing or something insane. I, I told oh, you two weeks. Right. I Someone... told you two weeks before that if you're if you're flying out to a to such such, such kind of a country two days before your fight, you're going to lose. Yeah, people yeah, talk yeah. about sea level cane and about ele- fighting at elevation, dude. If you're not, if you're a bit older, especially, and if you if you fly. That, that, oh that, will, that will fuck yeah. you up. That will fuck you up for the first thing. These, yeah, of course you can say the flight is ten hours, but then it's like twenty hours on the road. No, no, it 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 it, it fucks you up so much. Every hour of time difference is worth like three days of change until your body is readjusted 100%. or some insane shit. So if you think, especially you can, when you're my age and you haven't flown for three years, and then you do, it will just it will just wreck <laughs> you. <laughs> So that I is think a, I'm still I think I'm still jet lagged and I traveled in like January. Yes, I, I believe it. So if you it, it's very clever not to fly to these countries and fight there. It's smart, yeah. Um who was it? God damn it. Andrade. In Shenzhen, yeah. not in not in yeah. Beijing. Yeah. Look, um Dariush Probably underrated. Dude, just winning. Dude is just an awesome jits guy. Preaching. Preaching. Begging for Teslas. Dude, Char- Charles Oliveira just saved us from so much preaching. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have... Uh, glad and sad at the same time that we didn't have to hear the cringe that comes out of Darius's mouth. So, very good fight. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what I can... What I can Tell you more about the fight. It's just it just was a pretty awesome fight. It was great. Um, and, and thank we you. Got, we we got what was advertised. We got some grapple. We got some guard. We got some some smashing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Canada. Yep. Dude, Canadians. Let's talk about Canadians for a second. First of all, they were announced as the country in the Great White North, but they have forty degrees Celsius. So yeah. Not, you know, not and, cold. and then um, it's a lie. and then later, and then later, I believe uh, Annex said the Canadians are on fire tonight, which is actually literally true. Not good, not a good, <laughs> not a good thing to say at the moment. Jesus, let's Christ. talk more about Canadians. These Canadians, let me tell you, <laughs> they, they love fighting. They they like fight. Mm-hmm. They like. They just they just do. They even they even sang the Ole Ole song. Which is the cringiest yeah. thing you could ever do? <laughs> they got naked in the crowd, dude. I missed that one, but you sent me the picture, 
if you're so happy that you, I mean, look, getting happy and getting naked at the same time it's it's not it's not something that I'm surprised by. <laughs> Let me tell you. But um, this guy just undressed. Did he? Did he? Like full, fully undress, or was it just? I don't this, think this? he. I don't think he took his dick out. But like these. But he he was in his he was in his underwear, and that's it. Yeah, it's the cover of this podcast. It needs to be. Yeah, yeah. This Canadian yeah, guy. I mean, so dude, happy. Charles Oliveira KOing Benil Dariush. I almost ripped my shirt off too. So good, so good. Um, but let's stay with Canadians for a second. They loved. They loved it, and I loved it too. The Sea of Donks, the, the Canadian Sea of Donks. Can we rank Sea of Donks? I think the best Sea of Donks have to, has to be the English. Yeah, I was going to say the last one, the one that's super memorable for me is the one from um, Tom Aspinall's fight where they started tipping lorries over outside the arena. Which that's probably just happening anyway. I mean, that's, yeah, it's a normal night in London, probably, or wherever they were. <laughs> but then Canadians have to be a close second. We lost the Brazilians. Yeah, Americans, you, you don't know, they just, they, they I, I'm not sure what Americans do we, at, at fights. Just... We destroyed the Brazilian Sea of Donks by overcharging for tickets. So when Jamal Hill walked out, there was no one there except one guy screaming profanity and racism at him. Yeah, but then, but then in the end, have you ever heard anything else than Uva Moher from a from a Brazilian you know, crowd? No. You know, no, you don't. You didn't, dude. <laughs> what about the Australians? Very good, very good crowd. They're a good sea of dogs. They show the fuck up. They, I, I, I gave them a strong three on the podium. <laughs> so good. So yeah, um, let's answer this this final question for this card. Um, before before it it happened, and this is the title of the podcast as well. Perhaps I should VPN this. Was the question <laughs> posed in our forums in our Discord, which you can join if you send me or Luke a direct message on Instagram and prove your worth. Not many mm -hmm. people have. Prove you belong. Yes, prove you belong. It's a it's an illustrious group. I just <laughs> just say it like that. It's a tight knit. It's a tight knit crew of uh, very excellent and spicy takes and jokes. Yes. So, did you get your eighty five dollars pay per view price worth it? And I know. Look, I know. Only Americans are are so inclined to pay this amount of money for 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 shows, but. Let's let's just say this this is a product that the UFC tells us it's worth eighty five bucks. Did you did you get not worth it? Did you get eighty five bucks out of this? Only if my name is Mike Malott. Ah, uh, dude, Mike Malott tries very hard. I don't think this this main card was worth eighty bucks. Eighty five. Not even the the guy 90, undressing. Ninety after tax. Ninety after tax. No, it's not worth it. The Mongolian murderer getting murdered by the Sahabi, the Canadian murderer. That that shit was dope, but that was on the undercard. That Dude, was free. How old do you think Aitman Sahabi is? He's got to be 30. 35. 35. 35, yeah. Pretty good technique, yeah. by the way, but then, dude, this ole ole chant he started, the, the crowd, the, the Sea of Dongs did not get it at the first thing, and I was, I was getting flashbacks of don't fear me, fear the consequences chance. <laughs> but our Canadian 
our Canadian friends will not let you hang like this. They will not That's, let you hang like Americans. They're so nice. They're so nice. Americans, Americans will just let you hang. Yep. Fight of the night. Your boy got. I think your boy got one. Malot. Yeah, fight of the night. Your boy versus Power Bar, fifty k each. Mike Moat got fifty k for performance, getting a uh, uh, body kicking and then uh, subbing. Adam Fugit, uh, Charlie Olives got one. Thank goodness. And uh, Steve Urseg, showing up on eight days' notice, gets a fifty thousand dollar bonus. I think it was it, it was worth it if you if you think that this was just like just just a regular fight night card. Yeah, it was but, a regular. But if you po- if you if you did not VPN your ass to somewhere, and you paid eighty five bucks, I think maybe no one did. Like even I think it. I I don't think I don't think I don't think there's going to be more than one or two pay per views a year that are worth me buying nah, anymore. Don't know, but what I'm I looking, know, I'm looking forward to the to the Zhang Weili one, of course, but. What I, we are, we, are, we had such high praise. We sung high praises for the Canadian Sea of Donks, but not even these maniacs showed up for the first two fights. And it was fairly empty the entire night, to be honest. There, I, didn't, didn't I, sell, I thought I thought it filled up. Thing but, out. Yeah, they didn't could, sell this thing out. How could you think that you would do it? Yeah, Felder, the Iron Long, and Daniel Cormier were there too. Um, let's move on. Maybe oh do you want to talk like, like this is this is it for UFC 289 right? Oh yeah, that's this it's been it. We've given it about 25 minutes longer than it deserved. I think we did pretty good here, man. Okay. I think I think this Can is I? one this is one of our best breakdowns of a card that is not worth breaking down. <laughs> I want I want the praises of our of our dear listeners for for this effort. But I was <laughs> I was entertained, but then I I'm very easily entertained. Yeah, me too. I was entertained. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Did I? Unfortunately, I only watched one other MMA related thing this week. Oh, and that was episode two. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, every journal's your... of every journal's favorite show on the planet. Episode two was Mando Mando versus Cody Gibson, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I need your um, your metrics of Connor's intoxication levels throughout his uh, scenes in the show because some some very important things happened. First things first, Conor McGregor got into a fight with a ma- with the mascot of of one of your. This uh, was not part baseball of the show, clubs I guess or did. just just. Yeah, Get it out of the way. Uh, yeah. Send the mascot to the hospital. Yeah. So I would say the intoxication level on that scene has to be a 10 out of 10. On the show, though, I think I think his overall like hungover level or intoxication level was low until until the barber scene. Yeah. Until the barber scene, I thought, okay, this this guy probably got it a bit together. You could don't know, you don't know when some of these scenes happened during the the show. Could be the last day, could have been the first day, and you see it within ten seconds. Uh huh. But I saw the barber scene, 
Which I thought first I thought, nice, you can cut the hairs of a billionaire, why not? Just do it. <laughs> why not why not do it? Like all right. It's good it's good advertising for you. You can take that with you forever. <laughs> <laughs> but then but they started then. They, they then they started to drink a beer out of a can that self activates, like like a Guinness type of beer, right? The the, uh-huh. the Guinness that, that Connor of course produces. Yeah. Went through the roof, man. This guy gets heated up very fast. Yeah. And I was actually more impressed in how calm the guys stayed that, that were sitting around him. I was impressed by Mando being able to cut his hair while he's twitching like that. Yeah, also very good skills. Yeah, highly, highly, I respect that guy for doing this. But it has to be annoying as fuck. Be around that guy when he's drunk. Like, annoying as fuck. That dude could not stop talking. The, the other guys, they just wanted, they wanted to play their cards. Yeah. Wouldn't let, wouldn't let them play their, their cards. Just had to preach over and over again. And what I, what I th- saw more clearly now in the second episode was this dude is not able to string together a sentence that makes sense. <laughs> Not a single one of his sentences. Like, try to follow his sentence. Try to, you think it makes sense, but then you try to follow it. doesn't make sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that very, very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else? Yeah, oh, of course the fight. Look. Do we think the rookies versus veterans... Or some of the rookies have, have more fights than the veterans. Is, was it a good idea? It's pretty mean. I like it. <laughs> it's pretty mean, and I like it. Dude, it, it's a good little shake-up. It's pretty mean. It's going to drive Connor absolutely insane. Uh, I like it. Like if, if, yeah. you gauge, if you gauge the the level of success that Connor's team will have after the, the first two fights, it's not going to be good. Let's uh let's let's break it down real quick. We've had two. Roosevelt Roberts and Cody Gibson have starched their opponents. Like starched. We've got Starched pal. So Connor's guy Connor's guy Brad Katona is a veteran though. Yes. Versus Carlos Vera. Uh, I'm gonna I'm picking Katona here. Uh yeah, it's Hunter Azure versus Rico DeSolio. I'm gonna pick Hunter Teamer Valiev versus Trevor Wells. Definitely picking Teamer Valiev. But next week Oh, Jason Knight versus Landon Quinones. Jason Knight is going to fuck some people up in this show. But next week, Aaron McKenzie versus Austin Hubbard. For some reason, Aaron McKenzie's name I knew before this show. PSL, maybe? Wasn't it supposed to be Valiev? It was supposed to be Valiev this week, but somebody got a cold sore and somebody wasn't allowed to fight. Dude, they talked about... I'm so sure they talked about fungi for a second. They talked about fungi? Yes. Not yeah. not a cold sore, which I think is a cope for just just making people feel safe. But I'm I'm sure it was something else. They got you got a little staph infection on your face. Is that yeah. what you're thinking? Because didn't Connor just randomly brabble that they just cleaned out all the mats and replaced all the mats and equipment? Yes. Yeah, hey, don't do that for a cold sore. Very sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. not here or there. I thought I thought they switched the Valley of Fight to next week. Uh, they did. No, they didn't. 
Well, so next week is weird because Dana says next week, but they're actually doing a fight every three days because they don't have time for this shit. So what looks like a week is not actually a week. It's like there's a they, they move teamers fight to next week, but that means there's like one or two fights between now and then. If there is no color on this show, we have no shenanigans in the house whatsoever. Just really had to talk about the fights, which are at the moment looking bleak for well, Connor's team. Yeah, for Connor's team, but fun as fuck for us to watch. Star very, Chiefs. very fun fights. Very. I mean, I'm not sure if I think I mean, the Roosevelt fight was funny. Sorry, Lee Hammond, but uh, <laughs> I'm also a bit glad so, that we didn't have to listen to Lee Hammond again talking about all these. Ter- like he just he just went through a checklist of what fighters say before I fight. I was bullied. <laughs> I fight for my family. Don't take food off my table. I'm in the best shape of my yeah. life. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. win this. Yeah, no. Can pal. I? Uh, no, pal, you don't. I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoy. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how insane Connor and Chandler get as Connor keeps losing and Chandler keeps winning. I'm sure that he will not show up until he's so coked up or so drunk or so hungover. Which will not be much. I don't think this guy was a lot at the, at this house. That's just my opinion. It's possible. It's just why. It just just to keep his mouth a bit. Look, he, you know, I as soon as they started to drink this this thing out of these um, cans, I knew the reason why this guy was on this show. Just to promote alcohol is allowed at the house again. Just to promote his um, subpar yeah. whiskey and his subpar beer. Not there is no other reason. Why would you bring Coach Kavanaugh if you, if you truly if you wanted to win? Why would you bring that guy? Yep, yep, yep. So enough with our with our limited time <laughs> left. I'm going to do to you what you did to me last week. Let's go. There's this week on Friday. Uh, on Thursday, there's a PFL. On oh no, on Friday there's a PFL. On Friday there's a Bellator, and on Saturday there's a UFC. Mm-hmm. You've got. I'm going to give you your mains and your co-mains. In PFL, you've got Antai Delija versus Maurice Green. In the co-main event spot, you've got Larissa Pacheco versus Amber Liebrock. Mm-hmm. In Bellator, you've got Fadim Nemkov versus Yoel Romero. <laughs> In your co-main, you've got Sergio Pettis versus Patricio Pitbull. Of course. And in the UFC, you've got Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier. Uh-huh. And Armin Sarukian versus Joaquim Silva in your co-main event spot. But mm-hmm. in the UFC, this is taking place at the dreaded apex. Uh-huh. Now, you can only watch one. Which are you going to watch? Yeah, PFL is a hard pass for me. Really? Why would you want to watch this? For Pacheco to starch someone. What's wrong uh, with you? I'm not sure. No. I get Maurice Green isn't that exciting, and it's the heavyweights, 145s, yeah, women's, no. and 265 men's. It's going to be the quieter. Okay. It's going to be the nap fight show. Okay, that's fair. It's a pass. All right, so Bellator, UFC, what's it going to be? Now, these are the, the four Bellator fighters. Like, the whole roster is fighting on this card. Bader, Bader is busy at the at the. I at haven't the even told you who the featured fight is. Who is the featured fight? Corey Anderson versus Phil Davis. <laughs> Does that make it better or worse for you? <laughs> this is the most Bellator-ass Bellator card I have ever heard in my life. It, it yep. could be every other Bellator card. This, this card could have happened multiple times already. 
It, it 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 actually has happened multiple times. It's just Romero couldn't get medically cleared, probably. So it's actually more intriguing than it should be. But then again, we, we'll, if you if you miss this, if you look, the the obvious choice here is to watch Marvin Vettori fight. But don't <sighs> don't be. Don't be sad because this Bellator card, like exactly this card, will happen in half a year. Again, dude, you can watch it again. Yoel Romero, though, yeah. How weird is this going to be? Very weird. Like the weirdest. <laughs> I was trying to get excited about that. I can't get excited no, about can't. this. But but then it's so bell- like it's comical at this point. It is. It's so comical what they do. I hope they get bought by one or by PFL. I truly hope it. And I truly hope they, they reinvent themselves like one. And at the PFL, at least, they do something a little bit different. It's a bit, bit different flavor. But this, this Bellator shit, it's, it's just not a I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they just bought, the ro- bought Bellator for the roster and got some more people and into I know, the playoffs. I know, what, I know what you did with the little shtick with the, with the first two fights. But then you also have Armin Petrosian versus Christian Leroy Duncan. On, on Victoria versus Kenny. This fight night card, it is oh, the best shit. it is the best card. If you if you watch the last two months and you watch two months in the future. Because after Victoria versus Kennedy year. I don't want to talk about it. That is it's truly insane what they're feeding us. You have Emmett versus Topuria as the main, then you have Strickland uh, versus Marco Madoff. Yeah. Then it's okay, then UFC two ninety is a good card. But it's all rematches, Dude. I think. Oh no, it's Robert Whittaker versus Drikus Duplessis. Oh my fucking god. Hulk uh-huh. versus Turner, so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then your your interim title fight, Holly Hall versus Mayra Bueno Silva. Interim title fight. Let's go. <laughs> Road to championship for Holly Holm. Okay. Let's do it. So you're talking about you're talking about the road to gold for Holly, and I really can't I really can't bear to talk about that anymore. <laughs> I want to talk let's talk about next week's UFC real quick because I saw something. Yeah. Opening opening the card. Mm-hmm. Tough alum. Uh, the detective Zach Paugua, mm-hmm. uh, fighting Modestus Bukakis. Is Whoa. Modestus the guy that fucked that other dude's knee up, and then the no. dude got cut? No. Okay. I think okay, I think Modestus Bukaukas's knee got fucked fucked up. No, I thought No, yeah, yes. Really? Yes, yes, yes. He got caught. By the way, he got caught after the, the this knee injury when uh, who stomped his knee out? Who was what was the name? Khalil Roundtree. Roundtree. Khalil Roundtree stomped the knee out. Stomp Modestus Bukaukas's yeah. knee out. And, and it now looks it, like he was now, gone for a year. Now he's back. And now he's back. Now he's back. Go. I like it. I like this guy. So you, you, uh, you, yeah, you're you're a Modestus fan. Yes, the I Baltic am. Gladiator. That's an excellent nickname. Holy shit, dude! These guys it's are way insane better up. than the detective. These guys are insane up there. Uh, yeah, uh, truly it's a good card. They, I truly, agree. They, it's a good card. No, it's it's it's, it's one of the best cards they could ever put together. Like Arm, th- there is there is Arm. not. Okay, there is a bit, a bit of a lump in in the mid, and it's it's isn't it's like a hundred fights. Dude, the, pre- yeah. the preliminary card is two. We just had an two, eleven fight. Four, we just had an eleven, six, fourteen fights, eight 14. fights on the prelims. Yeah, but then you have Dobby versus Muslim Solikov. That's a good one. You have yeah, Sabatini versus Almeida. It's so good. 
Petrosian, Saruki, and Vittori. It's it's insane. It's very good. I love yeah. I love this card. Okay. Love it long time, baby. Fair enough. I'm still going to watch PFL and Bellator, though. And I'm going to watch One Friday Fights. One Friday Fights, I'm, I'm, as I said last time, fortunately I cannot make it most of the times, but that is a good-ass fight product. So, so we, we had a doubleheader this week. Super Bowl. We had, we had One Friday Fights in the morning, and then we had One Fight Night on Amazon that night on Friday. And what one fight night on Amazon was really good, actually. <laughs> like it was a little, it was a little more decisions than you might be used to from a one card. But uh, I tuned in for the main card, dude. Oh, Super Bond kickboxing! Holy shit, man! Holy shit! Yeah, look, like we don't, dude. I'm telling this you, this guy, this guy. The, this this fade back head kick, this head kicking as you get hooked and killing a dude. Just, I this is one of the ones where you, where I had to pause it and like go in the other room and make my wife watch combat sports. She doesn't <laughs> give a fuck, and I had to make her watch. It was so good, Matt. Did she did she enjoy it? No, but <laughs> look the but, the issue but it with, has to be, it has to be witnessed. I found a bit of an issue with one. Because it reminds you constantly how bad MMA striking is and how bad <laughs> MMA grappling is. And uh, yes, don't add me, please. I know it's a different sport and all that. But then, like, if you see people like truly good at striking or truly good, you see it in in, in the UFC from time to time. Like, if you watch Joanna, you know, Dracek, or if you watch Israel Adesanya or Poitain, or look, there is a lot of good strikers. Also, some good grapple fox. But man. If a card brings brings you to to watch straight up grappling, submission grappling, you know, you know it has to be super excellent, and with the one matchups, it always is. Mm-hmm. And of course, they show you the best kickboxing in the world. Let's say Muay yeah. Thai in the world, because kickboxing, yeah, probably, probably rests I still mean, glory, but glory, glory has less views than our podcast has listens. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Overeem can save them. No, nope. uh, oh, he can. He yeah, did. I mean, he I mean, Superbon, Superbon was kickboxing technically, but I was like, I don't understand the fundamental difference, so I'm just gonna watch because it's one, oh, and I did. And 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 Cade, Cade Ruotolo was the uh, co-main event for his uh, for his one pro grappling 170 pound belch. And uh, there was no sub in that fight, but it was still pretty entertaining to watch these guys roll for leg locks for 12 minutes. So good. It's truly entertaining, and it shouldn't be, because grappling is boring as fuck. Yeah, but these are the... the I, I'm, I mean, they make it action-packed. They at least try. So I'll watch one on Friday morning, too. I, the only... The real gripe I have with one is they have, this, they have these fights that they put on every Friday morning from Lupini. And uh, I looked up ticket prices today. It's cheap, and how many? Bot? It's on YouTube. How it's on bots? YouTube for free. Uh, Three thousand bot if you want to sit cage side, so which good. is like eighty five US dollars. It's a good price. It's a price. It's a good price for cage side. I'm pretty sure it's like ten bucks if you want to just go. Anyway, the, I, I can't find the fight card anywhere. They probably don't even know what the fight card is today. They probably won't know until next like Thursday or so. But it would be good if it was like. 
advertised at least a little bit. Hey, it's free on YouTube. Come watch. Exactly. So I wasn't stripped down to my undies happy about this UFC card, like the Canadian Sea of Donk guy. But I, I'm I'm content. I'm happy. Better, better, and more entertaining than I was giving it credit for. No, but dude, for sure. Let's just reiterate, and let's just re-emphasize. Is probably the right word. If you were hyped for this pay per view before, you are a dumbass. <laughs> Truly. Don't be hyped for shit just because the UFC label. Oh, yeah, you you don't have to watch it if you don't like it. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it could be good. It could be the best. Card. No, you no. could watch PFL. No, yeah, exactly. You can watch, it's it's absolutely like the me. same. You can be like me. Watch PFL. Watch the watch watch Jesus Pinedo knock uh, my guy uh, knock my guy Chris Wade out of the out of the finals. Holy moly! Yeah, that was actually I saw the gifs. You saw you saw that shit. So fucking cool. awesome. Yeah, dude. I think we did good it's, here, Luke. I think the standings are really cool in in PFL. I'm I'm kind of into it. It took four seasons, but I'm kind of into it, man. I'm very happy with this podcast. I think we'll do it again. Okay, let's do it next week. I mean, why not? I, I why not? have nothing better to do. Which we've says. done it. We've done it like ninety times at this point. We might as well keep it up. Yes. Episode one. Did anyone? Did anyone ask you for a Patreon today? Nope. Good. I'm not telling them where it is. Yeah. Did Did you open one? Oh, it's there. I'm not going to tell you where it is. Though. <laughs> oh boy. Look, you, they can they can fucking find it. Look, I'm telling you, the only patron tier that we should have is the one. It's the hundred dollar tier, and if you pay a hundred dollars, you can choose if we do a show or not. I think that that's fair. That's a good. That's a good patron tier. All, all yeah, because other... that's like that's like five scratch off tickets for me. Well, I guess they take one third, so that'd be like three scratch off tickets for each of us. That's pretty good. That's very good. Also, yeah, I would, I would I mean, I would not be opposed to having a MMA love mug. Also, yeah, we should make a mug. Also, I, I, I'm trying to establish the hashtag for our listeners, supporters, whatever you want to call them. Just hashtag MMA lovers. I that, like it. That would be that would be a good T-shirt too. Just an MMA lover. That see, you know what's really nice too about it is that like a, bo- a, a any boxing purist is going to see that and be like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. they yeah. that dude likes dudes. Yeah, roll on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, I, just, it's just naked dudes banging each other. Like if you if you're not having like. If if your kink is truly special and you love to get dominated, that's probably something true. But there is not a lot of people like that. But if you think, yeah, I'll just just grapple with a guy that knows what he's doing and tell me that it's something that makes you feel a certain kind of way. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we, I'm not we, judging. That is actually that is it. That is the that is the midnight um, corner of this show. <laughs> like the back alley, <laughs> the, back. the back alley of MMA Love Podcast. It's the last, out, out the last behind, minute. Out where behind we... the, out behind the Tim Hortons and ten degree weather. Yes, exactly. Back alley of the MMA Love Podcast. There we go. Have a nice day. You too, dude. <laughs>